the highest level of differentiation is being okay with other people not being okay with you. That's huge. It is huge, and especially from a born people pleaser. Right. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Tangible Truth Podcast. I am super excited about this week's topic because this is actually something that I learned about from Susan before I even started graduate school to get my counseling degree. Mm-hmm. And that is the topic of differentiation. Wow. I know. A big word. I know, right? <laughs> and um, if there are any math nerds or engineering people listening, we are not not talking about that kind of differentiation. Good point. Because Susan and I could not talk about that at all. But we're talking about differentiation of self Mm. in relationships. And so, Susan, it's a word that we really don't use very often outside of the counseling world. Mm. But tell me just like in your own words, like what is differentiation? This is not the definition. If you looked it up. Right. If you got one of our textbooks off the shelf. Yeah. No, it's not going to say this. But it's it's what I it's what I told you, uh-huh. and it's what I tell my clients. I don't know where I found this, mm-hmm. but differentiation really it's kind of on a scale mm-hmm. of zero to hundred, if yeah. you will. No one in the whole wide world is zero. Nobody in the whole wide world is a hundred. But we'll always strive to grow continually Mm -hmm. in our lifetime to be as high as we possibly can on a level of differentiation to know who we are individually Mm. as opposed to and included with who we are in relationship with others. Okay. I need to know who I am, my Mm -hmm. identity, what I believe in, what I stand for, and to be able actually to stand up for that. Right. So if I were in a crowd of 12 and I'm one of them and 11 people are saying something that I totally disagree with, I need to be able to stand up for what I believe in and be okay with that. Right. And I need to know if your favorite color is blue, I need to be able to say with confidence, that's wonderful. My favorite color is green. Yes. Or, you know, lower differentiated would be if I said, Carrie, where do you want to eat? And you said, I don't know. Where do you want to eat? And I said, I don't know. Where do you want to eat? That goes on forever. <laughs> yes. Now, it is true. Maybe we don't care. Right. You know, but what if I'm allergic to Chinese and right. you said PF chains and I go, okay, right. okay. And I'm willing to go and blow up or whatever. And so I need to know and be able to speak up and say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm allergic to Chinese. Can we go to Mexican? And you go, sure. Yeah. Differentiation is just literally knowing who we are mm. in relation to ourselves and others. Yeah. And again, being able to be confident enough to speak up. Yeah. Okay. And I think this gets really tricky in relationships. Yes, sometimes it does. And so a lot of times, maybe I'm wrong in this, but I'm a mom and I hope I'm wrong in this. It seems like this differentiation thing can sometimes be a struggle between mothers and daughters, (laughs) adults, moms, and adult children. Yeah. Of that whole like, no, you're coming to our house 
for Thanksgiving. Or, you know, these are just some little ways that this can kind of play out of, I have to please mom. I have to keep mom happy. I have to do what she says. It can be in a marriage relationship or any relationship where somebody just feels like I don't have permission to speak my mind Mm -hmm. or to say what I want, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And that's where it can get really complicated. Yes. And, you know, you brought up like where I'm saying zero Uh on that end, you brought a therapeutic word up. Yes. And that would be? Enmeshment. Enmeshment. Uh (laughs) So you even saying what you just said. Yes. That would be more of an enmeshment situation where you don't feel comfortable. You're only doing what your mom tells you to do because you don't want to break that relationship. So you're just trying to please. Please, 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 please. Mm -hmm. So if I'm only trying to please my mom, then I can't speak up and give my own opinion. Like, mom, we want to try a new pattern. I'm married now. Or I would like to try something different. Mm -hmm. So if you're enmeshed, you tend not to do that. Boundaries are hard when you're enmeshed. Yes. And the other end of that, you know, I was saying zero to a hundred, but the other end of that is is cut off cut off yes and that's another therapeutic term cut off sounds horrible Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's also necessary for the health of you as an individual yes and the example i gave actually was if you're with 12 people Uh you know and what if they wanted to do something that you were totally opposed to right and it was against what you want to do at all Mm -hmm. and you may have to separate yourself yeah quote cut off from that group. But if you're highly differentiated, you're able to do that and still be okay. Right. Individually. Yes. Again, differentiation is where are you individually Mm -hmm. and where are you individually with With other people? Yeah. So cutoffs are good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, it's important to remember too, with cutoffs, if you're in an abusive relationship, if there's somebody who's really harmful towards you, you don't have to stay in a relationship with that person. You can be cut off. Now, on the other end of that, if you're cutting off all relationships because you just don't want to put the work in or you're so avoidant Mm -hmm. that it's scary to engage with people, Mm -hmm. that's really unhealthy. It's very unhealthy. To be cut Mm -hmm. off from others. Whereas enmeshed, you know, I just think of when I think enmeshed of like when you put your fingers together and it's like we're tightly bound here. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear the term cut the apron strings or Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. When you're completely enmeshed with someone, you can't be yourself Mm because you're completely and totally like blended in with them. Mm -hmm. And so neither of those things is really good. So we're trying to find where's this kind of middle ground between I'm so avoidant that I can't be in relationships with people. And then on the other end of that, if I'm such a people pleaser mm-hmm. that I can't be myself. That's right. Right. That's exactly and I feel like we get stuck kind of flipping back and forth between these two places a lot. Yes. The thing about differentiation, it's not something that one would say, "Ooh." I want differentiation. That sounds so healthy. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And it is. But differentiation is continual throughout our lifetime as far as growth. Okay. It is something that we strive for for over our lifetime. But we need to recognize the term differentiation, what it does mean. And I will speak from my own personal experience. Mm -hmm. I was a born, you brought the term up, people pleaser. Yeah. I was a born people pleaser. Mm. And so I wanted to please, 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 please. It is 
very difficult to be differentiated if you are a people pleaser. Right. And so I've lived much, much of life and with God's help. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I am much, much higher on the level of differentiation, but I've learned it the hard way. I firmly believe that with God, nothing is wasted. Yeah. And through the hard, if we will allow him, he does teach us many, many things. He has taught me through the hard levels of differentiation, of which I'm still growing, but the highest level of differentiation therapeutically mm-hmm. that we can mm-hmm. achieve is being okay with other people not being okay with you. Okay, wait, hang on. Uh-huh, you may repeat that. I do. Okay. The highest level of differentiation is being okay with other people not being okay with you. That's huge. It is huge. And especially from a born people pleaser. Right. And so that's why I'm saying, God, you just did that for me. I recognize that, of course, I would love for people to be okay with me, Mm -hmm. but I'm okay because God, you and I are okay. Mm. So if God and I are okay, of course, there are going to be people that are not okay with me. Yes. Because he's already told me that in scripture. If you believe me, if you trust me, if you love me. Uh, the world always is not right. going to love you yeah. and like you. And when I say I'm going to be okay, it's an ongoing thing. Right. Because this is not a one time mm-hmm. thing. I have so many people in my life I am so eternally grateful for. Mm-hmm. You're one of them. And my family and friends. But there are times when I'm in situations that people are not okay with me. Yeah. And I have to be okay with that. Right. And I've gotten to a point and a level of differentiation that Mm -hmm. I have to trust God in those situations as opposed to trying to fix it. Sure. And just giving in and making people happy. That's exactly right. Yeah. And when you do that, you find yourself in a position that is not healthy. And if you and God are all right and okay, and you know you're speaking truth, do not compromise truth. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's why differentiation can get. Mm-hmm. It's a little messy, isn't mm-hmm. it? It can be. So I'm just thinking, you know, as you said, you were a born people pleaser. I I was too. So okay. I totally relate to that. And I think there's a lot of people who will relate to that as well. And you said, I was born a people pleaser, but now I've gotten to the point where I'm okay if people aren't okay with me. When you first started this whole, like, I need to set some boundaries here. I need to be true to myself. I'm sure there was pushback. Yes. Because people don't like it. No. When we start creating healthier boundaries for ourselves, what were some kind of practical things that you did to kind of stay on this path of, no, this is important I don't want to be a people pleaser. I want to please God Mm -hmm. and do what he's asking me to do. Mm -hmm. But I'm just wondering if you could walk us through even like a couple of things that maybe happened along that journey that helped you with that. And I think one of them is knowing who you are and what you believe. Yes. You know, is that one of them is that. And And that takes time to figure out. And this sounds so easy. What I'm fixing to say, but Mm -hmm. it's not. (laughs) You have to decide. Who am I really going to please, Mm. God or man? 
Now, that rolls off the tongue so easy, I can't tell you, but it's not easy to do. Right. To make the decision, who am I going to please, Mm -hmm. God or man? When you're a people pleaser, you spin your tail trying to please everybody. Right. And the reason for that is because we genuinely need connection. We need to belong. We want relationship. Yes. And we think... People pleasing is the only way that that's going to happen. Well, and you genuinely love God and you genuinely love his people. Right. So when you're a people pleaser, it's mm-hmm. it's genuine. Yeah. You know, people sometimes think you, you can't love. Yeah, I genuinely love God and I genuinely love his people. Mm-hmm. But you have to love God first and, and listen to him and not people. Now, God speaks through himself, his word and his people. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to God first and pleasing him, he will guide you to the right people. Right. He will speak to you. Yeah. But it's, I'm telling you, it is a laser focus on God, mm-hmm. laser focus. And that's the first thing is making the decision. If I know I'm right with God, then I already, and that's what I had to learn. Yes. Susan, you're already a setup for people either not liking you, Mm -hmm. to poke at you, Mm -hmm. or to disagree with you. And the picture that I painted in my mind, and I have it even right now as I'm talking, is Jesus walking all the way to the cross. Mm. And the scene just, it'll make you cry thinking about it, but the brutal scene of him walking to the cross Mm -hmm. and you know how much love and the sacrifice. Are you kidding me? Right. But how many people hated him? Yeah. And that scene of the ridicule and all that. And I'm thinking, you know, yeah. Who am I? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody didn't love Jesus. Yeah. You know, and you, why do we think everybody's going to love me? Why do we me? think yes. everybody's going to? And so, if I know I'm right with God, that I'm already a setup mm-hmm. for people not, you know, always agreeing with me. Right. You know, I'm good. Does it hurt right. when people hurt you? Mm-hmm. Hello, yeah, I'm human, right? So, of course, the pain is brutal, mm-hmm. but think about Jesus, yeah, brutal, right? The other very, very practical thing uh-huh. that I did, especially involving a family member, mm-hmm. when I was setting boundaries, I began just very practically setting a new pattern. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to please all the time, I yeah. just spoke truth every right. time. And I would say things like, I'm so sorry you feel that way. And then I yes. would say what's true. Right. And I would change the subject real quick. Right. I would create new patterns. Mm-hmm. And at first, as we know in therapy, they did not they don't like, like it. They yeah. don't like the new pattern at first, but then they would have to adjust to that yeah. one way or the other. And eventually Eventually, over time, they did. Right. But because they have to they if have we're to. consistent. If we are. Yeah. And I was over a period of time. But saying truth only. Yes. True words. Yes. Out of my mouth only. Yeah. What I would say, that's the practical thing. Yeah. You know. And I love that. And I've stolen that from you. Mm-hmm. I should start keeping a list of the things that I've stolen from you oh, and, okay. and use in my life. <laughs> but this is one of them. And let's just take like a hypothetical situation blending together 
a dozen people that I can think of right now. Okay. okay. Maybe you're in this pattern of mom requires me to call her every day. Mm-hmm. I have to call mom every single day and I can't because I've just started a new job and it's too much. And I want to become a little bit more differentiated and take some more time to myself. Well, she's going to push back on that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what you had just said about the, I'm sorry, you feel that way. I've actually used this in my own life. I've fed these words to clients to use with their people. And so if you get that phone call of you don't love me anymore, Mm. you don't want to spend time with me anymore. I'm sorry you feel that way. That's simply not true. I do love you. Perfect. You know, that's perfect. How's the garden coming? You know, that's perfect. <laughs> I mean, but that's then, perfect. but it's not a one-time conversation. Mm-hmm. It may take weeks of every single time you talk to that person of, I'm sorry you feel that way. It's simply not true. I do want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. And then change the subject again. I just think that's such a practical response. Mm -hmm. And then if we're consistent in that Mm -hmm. and authentic, Mm -hmm. you know, authentic, right? Because it's true. It is. And And it's not that we don't love people and Mm want to spend time with them, but sometimes we need to Mm -hmm. take care of ourselves and, Mm -hmm. you know, some become a little Mm -hmm. distance, a little less enmeshed with people and there's going to be pushback. And you're speaking truth. Right. And it's true. Even adding the, I love what you said. It's exactly what I did. I'm sorry. You feel that way. I loved our time together. Mm. How's the garden coming? Right. You know, I love the practical truth. And to your point, if we are consistent, they then, after a period of time, realize Oh, okay. Yeah. This is our new normal and it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Which is in fact what happened. Now it didn't happen overnight. I can assure you, (laughs) but it did. It did eventually happen. So this is, this is a bit of a kind of like more theoretical topic than we've talked about in some of our past episodes, but I hope it was clear Mm. uh, to the listeners. There's some good stuff. If you Google differentiation of self, there's some good stuff out there to read, but I'm thinking for our tangible takeaway today. Honestly, when I think about all of this, it all comes back to, I need to know who I am Mm -hmm. and what I believe and what I stand for, because we can't begin the process of differentiation if we don't know who we are. And I think it's really hard. If your family is a very enmeshed family, Mm -hmm. you probably don't know who you are, what you believe, because you just believe what everybody else in the group believes, Mm -hmm. you know? So maybe our tangible takeaway today is to just take a few minutes and start asking yourself those questions. Yeah. Who am I? Mm -hmm. What do I believe? What do I stand for? Mm -hmm. And that's all you have to do with it. If just kind of think on that for a while. And I think as we discover more of who we are, it becomes easier for us Mm -hmm. to kind of create some of that separation when we are in situations where we need to. Yes. And what I would add to that is... You've learned some wonderful things sure. from your family. So we're not saying... Just throw it all fa- out. Yeah, throw yeah. it all out. And that's bad and all that stuff. No, but who you are as an individual is beautiful. Mm. And you have a beautiful story in you. And perhaps you don't know that if you've not 
spent that time asking the questions Carrie just said, God uniquely designed and and made and formed you. And so finding out who we are is beautiful. I just, as Carrie was talking, I remembered a, an old movie. Mm-hmm. Runaway Bride. Yes. And Julia Roberts. It's my favorite example of differentiation ever. Okay. Well, good. It's mine too on differentiation. So if you want to find that old movie, I refer it to some of my clients, Mm -hmm. even still, that don't quite understand the concept of differentiation because Julia Roberts kind of found her way to what differentiation really was at the end of that movie. Yeah. And for those of you who haven't seen it, the premises is every man she dates, Mm -hmm. whatever type of eggs he likes, if it's poached eggs or eggs benedict or scrambled eggs. I am because if you don't have time to watch the movie or if you haven't in a while, whatever type eggs her boyfriend likes, that's what type of eggs she likes. Very low differentiation. Classic definition of being enmeshed with somebody. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the movie, she literally like creates every kind of egg that exists to figure out what do I... She has all these plates lined up in front of her with all these And just literally with a fork goes down the row to decide what do I like? Mm -hmm. Who am I? You know? Which egg do I like? Exactly. And it's this little thing, but it was so empowering to her and it represented so much. So maybe our tangible takeaway is everybody go like rent Runaway Bride. (laughs) And watch the movie this week. Yeah, it's a it's a good one as far as differentiation. Absolutely. She works through it in her heart and mind. Yes. Like, who am I? What do I like? Hmm. Because up until that point, she was liking whoever she was with. Right. You know, she was liking that. And that's a lower differentiated heart and mind. Yeah. So. I'm so glad you remembered that movie because yeah. I do think that's just mm-hmm. a great example of what we've been talking about today. Yeah, it's great. All right. Mm -hmm. So thanks again for your wisdom and the movie recommendation. Yes. And we're all going to take some time and reflect on who we are and what we like this week. Yes. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.